This is Wealth of Ohio with Robert Dodaro from Prism Wealth Management. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Robert provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful strategies to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Wealth of Ohio with Robert Dodaro. And welcome to the Wealth of Ohio show. I'm your host, Robert Dodaro. And with me, as always, we have our co-host, Mr. Tony Shore and Mr. Matt Gilbert. How are you guys doing this week? I'm doing great. I've had a good week, had a great weekend, spent with the fam. The weather's been good. How about you, Matt? Oh, my boss was lucky enough to give me a Monday off, so I got refreshed from a longer weekend than normal. You must That's have a right. great That's boss. Right. Uh, oh, Robert Dodaro, you're right here. Robert. I know, I know. I'm a very gracious boss there. So, well, we can thank the, the federal government for holidays as well, too. <laughs> yes, so. yeah. Uh, that, that, that's always a good break away. And I know, uh, you know, with my time off, it was nice, uh, especially going back, uh, you know, after father's day weekend and all that had a lot of fun with the, the family and the kids, uh, and went and took them to Dave and Buster's and played some games there oh, with fun. them and just tried to, yeah, it's always a blast. So we, we had a good time playing games and just, you know, uh, hanging out as a family, jumping on the trampoline a little bit that day, uh, as well. And, uh, did, didn't hurt myself. So, um, you know, <laughs> not, I guess I'm not too old yet, you know, <laughs> that's so. always good. That's always good. Yeah, that's why uh, the older I get, the fewer of those things I do. That gets it's like go to the amusement park and ride rides. No, no, uh, uh, yeah, no more. I, that ship sailed. Sadly, that ship ship sailed on me a little while ago as well. Too, yeah. I uh, took took the family to Cedar Point recently, and that last year, it, it, yeah, I, I rode some rides, and it's like, oh, I can't do this anymore. Nope, I'm done. Uh, that <laughs> so, had, that I'm done. that ship sailed for me a few years ago. So. Uh, you know, not that I'm that old, but, uh, it just, that's mm-hmm. not fun for me anymore. I used to love it as a kid. That was one of my favorite things. The bigger the ride, the faster the ride, the better, but yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. I had, I've, I've had my fun with, uh, theme parks, but what are we talking about today on the show, Robert? I think, you know, getting sick on the ride sounds about right, you know, <laughs> yeah. with, with everything we, you know, uh, came across an interesting article. And, uh, you know, by the way, folks, if you're listening uh, on the radio on 93.5 FM, thank you. We appreciate it. Just so you know, this is our show. We, we broadcast it, but we also do the podcast version where there's always a little bonus segment at the end we stick around for. So if you want to listen to the podcast version, you can always go to our website. It's my prism p-r-i-s-m wealth.com uh, or you can check us out we're on spotify apple podcast amazon music and google podcast so check us out there but we're going to talk a little bit about the market being down we, we came across a great article uh in cnbc the or sorry cbs news uh, you know, the market drop recently has cost Americans $3.4 trillion in their retirement oh. savings uh, with that. Oh, yeah, I know. And it's it's hard to look at the statements. It's hard to look at the accounts right now. Uh, and it, it's something that's on the mind of almost everybody out there. So we need to talk about what's going on in there. Uh, a lot of people are wondering if they should be staying still, if they should be making changes. So we want to talk about that and, you know, what, what some of the 
lessons of the past may tell us about what's happening right now. Uh, at the same time, what options are out there for people who are, who are like, I can't ride the ride anymore. Like I need to get off the ride. Where do I go? What can I do? What options are out there? Uh, we're going to save those for the bonus segment on the podcast. So this is why it pays to be a podcast listener as well, too. You always get that bonus information at the end uh, for our dedicated listeners. So, you know, this 3.4 trillion, Matt, you know, they uh, they estimated this and it, it came from actually the Center for Retirement Research at Boston College, which I have to say is actually a pretty good source of information. You can go to their website and they write articles and research papers on all different topics all the time. And they're usually good uh, quality papers. But out of the 3.4 trillion, they're saying 1.4 trillion came from 401ks and 2 trillion came from traditional IRAs as well. So that's where this 3.4 4 trillion makeup comes from. So this is not counting your regular after-tax investments or anything else like that. This is just your retirement accounts that are down that much money uh, with it. So it kind of puts in perspective, you know, a little bit of the big picture of why people are feeling the squeeze because you're seeing your accounts going down while you're seeing inflation make everything else really expensive. It can get frustrating right now for sure out there as well too. Um, so, you know, hopefully this will bring you some good information today and maybe maybe put your mind at ease on a couple of different things in there. But did you notice anything Matt? Well, it's kind of interesting. I know it talked about 1.4 trillion in 401ks and usually you're limited in your investment options in 401ks. Mm -hmm. So a lot of default is target date funds. And I didn't know what your thoughts are on those type of funds and do they help protect during a downturn like this? Well, yeah, most people I meet with that do come in with their 401k, they don't understand how to pick their investments. So they just go with the fund that the company recommends. And that's like the one where you say, oh, I'm going to retire in 2025. So you're in the 2025 retirement fund or something like that, or the 2030 fund. Uh, and in a lot of cases, you're actually shortchanging yourself, I would say a lot. Like it's one thing if you were in a position where we are, where you can look at every product in the market and shop and decide what makes sense and what's in the best interest of somebody. Uh, but when you're in a 401k, you really only have so many choices. And a lot of times the choices aren't too difficult to understand. So I spend a lot of time with people who come in my office, uh, younger people who their 401k is going to be in there for a while before we can do anything with it later. So I try and help them learn how to just do a simple review of their 401k uh, and start to better understand their options in there because there may be options that are better than the target date fund because when most people see and take a look at what's actually inside their target date funds and what the internal holdings are, a lot of them realize, oh, yeah, I probably could do better, you know, or do something differently and save myself some money on some fees in there as well, too. So I generally tell people to avoid them, but that doesn't mean they're bad or anything else like that. It's just, are you willing to do the work necessary to be in the better things? That's the question mark. Right. Hmm. So mm -hmm. when, when it comes to target date funds, uh, is this something you recommend investors use then? Not, not often. Like normally I encourage people to get out of them unless I just know they're not going to, they're not going to do anything. They're not going to engage in it. But the problem you have to realize is, is that when you're in one of those target date funds, every year you get older, more and more of your money moves into bonds. It goes out of stock and into bonds, which just means the older you get, the lower your potential for growth return is going to be when you're in that position. And you're generally in a higher fee position out of all the positions in the 401k when you're in there. Uh, 
And that's because you're having them do more work for you uh, with it. But when, when you see the internal, like I say, we, what we like to do is we like to pull the actual investment up and show people what they have. And it just depends on which one you're in because not all of them are the same and and you're going to see some good ones and some bad ones out there. But what I think most people are worried about is they don't want to look, they don't know what they're looking for. So we kind of, you know, break that barrier just by showing them really quickly, like this is what it is, by the way, do you like it? You know, let me introduce you to this thing you've been using for 10, 20 years, right? Let me, let let me, let me, you know, tell you a little bit about them and a little bit about their background and how they perform and what they do. And, you know, you can tell me if you think they're a good friend or not, right? Uh, With that. But once you have that information, it starts to put things a little bit clearer perspective because most people are smarter than they're willing to give themselves credit for, I'll say. So, yeah. So do you have a rule of thumb on when you like to kind of roll back the aggressiveness on a portfolio because they're doing it by age with the target date? Uh, it depends on the tolerance of the person. And realistically, uh, it, it's again, like, this is what we're going to talk about in the bonus segment. What are like, when I'm trying to keep my money protected, when the market's going down, what are the best options? When you are in a 401k, the only option, you, well, you only have two options. You either have bonds or you have what's called the stable value account. And the stable value account is the equivalent of like a savings account at your bank. Uh, you're not making much interest, but it is protected in there. Uh, as where the bond market is something that can go up and go down over time in there. So there are risks with that. Uh, So, you know, you're limited in your choices in the 401k, like Matt said. So you have to work within the rules that they give you to figure out what your best options are. As where when you have control of your money in a traditional IRA, you have a lot more options uh, at your disposal that you could use and maybe some other options to keep your money protected from the market during the bad times uh, as well. But you know, one thing I noticed that, I, you know, the article jumped out at me as well, too, was how, you know, how much savings people have in their accounts and all that and how low it was. Uh, you know, I think they said that there was, uh, you know, the average balance uh, the, or sorry, the median balance of a 401k was $17,700. So if you took all 401ks in the country and said, what's the very middle one out there, that middle balance was $17,700. And going through the downturn recently, you might have lost $3,500 in that account, mm. which, uh, you know, you'd feel the sting of it, even in, even if you only had 17 in there. But uh, I think what they're overlooking is the fact that this is all 401ks. This isn't just retirees. So keep that in mind uh, is one thing I would say. But realistically, you need to be looking at your 401ks right now. The market's dropped quite a bit. There's a lot of changes going on. Uh, and this is where people tend to freeze. They say, oh, well, don't sell when the market's low or anything like that. Uh, that, you know, just leave it alone and it'll be fine. Okay. Well, you don't, that can't be said about every single investment all the time. I mean, there are companies that go bankrupt and belly up and everything else like that. There are positions that are not likely to recover anytime soon. So should you be making changes in your portfolio? This is why we designed the clear retirement solution. So the clear retirement solution is there to give you a a clear understanding of where you stand in terms of your ability to retire. Are you ready to retire? Are you prepared? prepared to retire? Uh, what's How do you stack up in the five key areas of planning, uh, whether it be income planning, investment planning, tax efficiency, healthcare, or legacy? Uh, how prepared are you? What's the good, the bad, the ugly on all five of these areas in terms of your current plan? So if you come meet with me for a complimentary meeting in uh, either my Worcester or Wadsworth locations, uh, we'll get together, we'll gather some information on you, and then we'll run an analysis that will help us see what your clear 
clear picture is and what your current situation is uh, in terms of your ability to retire. And all you need to do to start the process is call 330-804-0123. Again, that's 330-804-0123. How could we forget? It's 4th of July weekend. Happy Independence Day. We know you're probably out there celebrating right now as well. So don't be afraid. Actually, we are taking the extra day off because 4th of July is Monday. So we will be off Tuesday the 5th. Uh, Again, I am a nice boss uh, (laughs) with that as well. Uh, You know, but uh, we'll be back afterwards. So just leave us a message. We'll give you a call back uh, and get in touch with you and get things set up from there. But Uh, You know, before we wrap this up, before we go to our break here, uh, you know, looking at where we are in the market and looking at everything, uh, I think a lot of people just kind of need a little bit of perspective. So, you know, overall, when you look at what's going on right now, we've had some ups and downs like this before in the market. Now, it's been a long time since we've had high inflation with the market going down. So I think that's where a lot of people are more nervous right now than most. But keep in mind that we have seen times like this in the past. We have recovered from times like this in the past uh, with it. It's just, do you have a plan to get you through the tough times right now, uh, getting access to the money that you need when you need it? So this is when it's a good time to start taking inventory of everything. What resources do we have? What accounts do we have? Where's our money position? If something goes wrong, where do we get that money from? Uh, to help us out and help us get through that tough time. So, you know, take take a moment, you know, relax. But we always talk about this. You know, when you think about your future, there's the ideal future and then there's the crisis future, right? You know, the ideal future, things are going your way. The crisis future, you're, you're, you're probably sad and, you know, or, or frustrated on most things. Um, you know, how do you often in life, doesn't matter what the circumstances are, how often do you get to the ideal set of circumstances by sitting around and doing nothing? Right? Like it doesn't happen very often. Normally you have to take some actions. You have to make some moves and say, what changes can I make? Like there's no book written about a successful person that says, well, yeah, I kind of just sat around and did nothing. And magically I became a billionaire. Right. Like no one's going to read that book. It's not it's not that exciting. But, you know, you have to go and you have to look at what decisions you can make to improve your circumstances right now. And for a lot of you, it may just be simply giving us a call, coming to one of our upcoming workshops. We'll talk about that when we get back from the break. But again, if you need help, if you have questions about your ability to retire or just your wealth and what's going on, give us a call. 330-804-0123. Again, that's 330-804-0123. And we'll be back in just a moment with more of the Wealth of Ohio show and podcast. Do you feel prepared for retirement? Robert Dodaro from Prism Wealth Management works to help people navigate the uncertainties of retirement strategies. If you would like help understanding complex topics like Social Security, tax deferral, or growing your nest egg, visit his website at wealthofohio.com or give his office a call at 330-804-0123 or online at wealthofohio.com. Firm offers insurance services, investment advisory services offered through AEWM LLC. And welcome back to the Wealth of Ohio show and podcast. I'm your co-host, Tony Shore, and I'm here with Matt Gilbert and our host, Robert Dodaro. And uh, we've been talking about uh, a lot so far today, uh, the market drop, and uh, that cost retirement accounts out there $3 trillion. Uh, you talked a little bit about what's going on with that, Robert. And what are we going to be talking about here in our next segment? 
Well, I think we're going to pick back up on that topic. I mean, with the markets being down, a lot of people are wondering what changes they should make. Should they be selling? Should they be trying to time the market? A few different things in there. So we want to cover those grounds and kind of talk about some of those topics and what people could be doing uh, and maybe what they shouldn't be doing at the same time right now uh, with that as well. And then for our bonus segment, uh, I think we're going to save, you know, what are some options right now? Some of the more protected options out there that keep you protected when the market goes down uh, and, and, you know, what kind of returns maybe they may be offering, what options are out there. But it's always important to, you know, keep in mind there are choices, there are options out there uh, as well. And, you know, we're going to be having, I, I mentioned it before the break, we're going to be having one of our workshops coming up. It's going to be on tax planning uh, and tax strategies. You know, maybe this is one of the ways you help yourself save some money right now. I mean, gas and food are more expensive. Maybe you can save some money with Uncle Sam and keep more money in your pocket with some good tax strategies and just understanding when things might be more expensive on the tax side and how to avoid those. Uh, that's sorry, but that's, uh, you know, what we have coming up in there. Uh, sure. It's going to be coming up on uh, July 26th and 27th. You can go either night. We're actually going to be back out in Wadsworth. We're going to do a dinner event. We haven't done one of these in a while. So a complimentary dinner event out at the Galaxy Restaurant in Wadsworth. Uh, you can register by calling 330-804-0123. Again, that's 330 330- 804-0123. Also, you can go to our website, myprismwealth.com and click on the events page and that'll take you right there where you can register. Uh, But I think the one thing that's, you know, is really important when you talk about taxes is there's all kinds of trips and traps the government puts around you in retirement where you might think you're not paying much taxes, but you're actually paying a lot more than what you realize. Uh, so everyone that attends that workshop and any of our listeners today, we have a complimentary tax analysis that we run that kind of helps people understand where the pitfalls are around them and when it may be more expensive for them to spend extra money out of their IRAs. Uh, it saved a lot. Of, it's been able to help people save a lot of money over the past few years that we've used it. Uh, it's definitely been one of the helpful tools I use with my clients. And it's something that we can do with people pretty easily uh, when they come meet with us. But if you're interested, you know, you can come to the workshops or you can come meet with us and ask for a complimentary tax analysis. Just give us a call 330-804-0123. Again, that's 330-804-0123. All right. Well, now when we talk about, we're going to be talking about uh, preparing our 401ks for the bear market, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we, we had, we found another article from CBS and, uh, you know, basically they were talking about, again, the market's down over 20%. We've entered bear market territory for the year. One thing I like to remind people is, is that 20% drops in the market happen regularly. Okay. I mean, we had a 20% drop in the market back in 2020. We had a 20% drop in the market back in 2018 as well too. Uh, and I think it was 2015 or 2016 where we had one before. So seeing swings like this in the market are not uncommon. Why we're worried right now is because we also have inflation and we're not sure that we're through the worst of it quite yet. Uh, so I think this is where a lot more people start becoming panicky and start thinking about things. I don't know, Matt, what, what do you think? I mean, people are frustrated. We're getting people calling in kind of, hey, I want to talk about the market. I mean, is there the ability to kind of time the market, pull out and then get back in? Yeah. 
I don't know. I mean, I, the article was even says, don't try and time the market, right? I mean, they, they, they looked at a couple things, right? There was a study that they looked at that said, uh, you know, if you invested from, what was it, uh, 20, 1961 through 2015, and you just left your money in, on average, you would have averaged 10% over that 54-year period. Now, if you missed the 25 best days, if you got out and missed the 25 best days, you only average 6% instead of 10 over that time. Now, to be fair, they at least flipped it around and said, well, what if you miss the 25 worst days, right? Uh, then your rate of return does jump up to 15%. So this is where people see that incentive. Let me try and time the market. Maybe I can make more money. But I think, weren't you looking at it? I mean, to, to, to time 25 days out of 54 years, what was it? Well, with simple math, looking at 365 days instead of doing business weeks, it was like less than 1%. It was actually oh. like one-tenth of a percent. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So you had to be, you, you had to be pretty much much spot on every time you bought and sold. And this is why I tell people, you know, when, when they call me is, you know, the market's been going down for seven months now. Okay. Uh, if you, you know, selling right now, okay. Uh, you have to decide when you're going to get back in. So after it started dropping, it took you seven months to realize you wanted to get out. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now when it's time to buy back in, are we going to wait another seven months before we buy back in? right? Because if we miss that seven months of growth, we might not be in any better spot here. So you have to be the, like, you have to be prepared to make that call to go back in. And if you're not prepared to make that call, you're better off just writing it out. So this is why I always ask people if they're in that situation, when do you want to get back in? At what point? Like, when does it, where does it have to drop to where, okay, you're comfortable getting back in, even if it keeps dropping after that, right? So you have to be conscious of that decision. It's almost like, Instead of being logical and looking at everything, we have to think more behavioral because mm -hmm. our instincts are to sell once it drops and then buy in after it started recovering. Well, so I did my usual digging and, uh, you know, finding where some of these sources came from. And I found a great story about timing the market. So true story, this uh, lady, her name was Elaine Garzarelli. So I'm sorry if I say that wrong. Last name Dodaro. I share your pain. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, she like in 1987, before the stock market crashed in 1987, a couple weeks before it happened, she sounded the alarm bells and said, get out of the market. Now's the time. You know, you're going to lose a bunch of money and saved people and made money for all these people uh, for where for 12 years she was, you know, recognized as one of the best, best investors in the country, right? Um, but Fast forward uh, in 1998, uh, they, 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 they looked at her and they're like, what happened to her? Well, at that point, back at that time in 98, the, the, the Dow was at 5,400 and she was telling people to sell again at that time. Problem was the Dow went up 1,200 points. Uh after that Ouch. Da da damaged her reputation quite a bit in there as well too, to the point where in two, by 2003, so 15 years or, you know, at, at that point, uh, no, sorry. Yeah. Uh, 15, 16 years after she was the guru and all that, she basically dropped off the map because uh, she had gotten her predictions wrong so much uh, in there as well. And at, at the bottom of the tech bubble, she was warning people to get out again as well too. So even if you get it right once, there's no guarantee you're always going to get it right. It's better to make small adjustments than big adjustments when so, it comes to the market so don't as well. Try to time the market. 
Don't try to, I mean, don't bet the farm on timing the right. market. I mean, right. there, there's play, there's, if you have play money in there and you want to play around with five or 10% of your portfolio to do something like that, be my guess. Maybe you do get lucky, right? There are people that do have some skill in that matter because you're watching it and you're controlling it and you can have quicker access to things. But if you're expecting a financial professional to do that game for you, well, then the financial person's probably going to expect that you have several million dollars that, you know, ultimately they can, they can adapt dedicate that much of their time to watching that one account and doing those things as well. It's either that, or you're going with someone who has a universal strategy, like no matter who you are, you should buy these things and sell these things at this time. Okay. There are people out there that way, but we don't like to take a cookie cutter approach. We don't want everybody to be in the same thing. We feel that they're, you know, based on your circumstances, you should have a portfolio that's built for what your needs are and what your comfort levels are rather than just getting in and out of the same positions as everybody else. So everybody's got their own philosophy. So take the time and find the people that are going to do the things the way you want to do it is one thing I'd tell people out there as well, too. Sure. Well, that mm-hmm. that makes sense. So uh, don't necessarily move everything into cash, though, either, right? No, no. I mean, yeah, you don't ever, you know, never go 100% cash. I mean, that's 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 playing danger because you could be wrong, just like that that's lady right. was wrong, you know, in there as well. So sure. this is why I say make make moves, you know, okay, maybe 10, 15% of your money, depending on how strong of a feeling you have, you may go higher uh, with that. But again, you've got to decide when to get back in. So it's a lot easier to time the market buying in than getting out of it. This is, this is why I don't mind doing like dollar cost averaging strategies. Uh, if someone comes in with a lot of cash, and we're investing for them, I'll say, okay, do you mind if I buy you in in like four waves or six waves? Maybe we break the money up a little bit and buy over different time periods instead of just buying it all in at once. Uh, I think that makes a better sense, uh, you know, just to spread the pricing out a little bit. Maybe you get some good months and some bad months in there, but get a better overall average investment cost uh, during a year than just buying all at once uh, as well. So it's easier to get in than trying to time getting out because time getting out, you have to be ready to get back in. As we're getting in, you, you know, just like getting in the pool, you can you can go step by step and let your body weight kind of adjust, you know, to the temperature and all that. Isn't it the old adage, you, uh, time in the market, not timing the market? Well, correct. And that's it. And that's why, like I say, when you commit to buying in, you commit to buying in over a time period and you 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 slowly buy in or you just say buy in all at once and you go with that strategy. But uh, I think even the people with that strategy would say dollar cost averaging is something that's a perfectly acceptable strategy, you know, with that as well. This is why we buy in with payroll deductions on our 401ks. We buy in every two weeks. Same sort of logic applies there. So, one thing, so I, I don't recommend people go full cash. I mean, that's 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 playing with fire, especially with inflation as high as it is right now. Uh, but it depends on your circumstances. Ultimately, if you can't afford losses right now and your situation is that tight, okay, then you have to have some really hard conversations right now. And this is why it helps to have advice uh, as well. And this is why we do what we do is to try and help people, whether you've got a lot of money or not, you know, in there, it, it, it takes a lot to build a plan. It takes some effort. Uh, and, you know, we want to do our best to help people. So this is why we built the clear retirement solution. So do you diversify that during a time like this? Do you kind of look at the allocation and change the asset allocation or you set the plan 
for a future date and let it ride. Well, so, I mean, this is the greatest disservice. I think that, you know, everybody now has heard don't sell when the market's low. Uh, and so it's beaten into people's mind. And I think this is why people are frozen right now and they don't want to make changes. They're like, well, I'm not supposed to sell. Okay. That is not true. Uh, there are plenty of money managers out there that are making changes in their portfolios to try and improve the situation. You get rid of the bad investments and you look for better investments. That's true. No matter whether the market's doing well or the market's doing bad in any of those times, you should always be looking at what's within my tolerance that I can buy into that may give me a better rate of return or something else, more liquidity. I mean, just some, the, the benefits that actually suits your lifestyle. So going in and changing your investment allocations is still something you should be looking at right now. Uh, but you don't, when we say don't sell, we just mean don't withdraw extra money from your accounts right now. Now's not the time to take money out of the market and sell completely and go spend money because it's going to be really hard to recover if you do that, right? Like say you have $100,000 and it loses 50% and now you have $50,000. And when it's down there, you take 20 grand out, okay? How long is it going to take $30,000 to go back to $100,000 or even $80,000, right? It's going to take way longer for that to recover than it will the 50 to turn back into 100. So this is why you got to manage it. This is why you need advice. This is why you need help. And this is why we built the clear retirement solution. So, you know, don't let the timing of everything freeze you right now. Uh, you know, start taking action, start taking steps. A great step to take is to give us a call, 330 330- 804-0123. Again, that's 330-804-0123. We'll get you set up with a complimentary time to come meet with us where we can start building your own clear retirement solution. Or you can register to come up to our tax workshop on Jul- on July 26th and 27th uh, out at the uh, uh the Galaxy Restaurant in Wadsworth. So, you know, feel free, give us a call. But that's about all the time we have for the Wealth of Ohio show. We'll be back with the bonus segment of the Wealth of Ohio podcast in just a moment. Thank you for listening to Wealth of Ohio. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Robert Dodaro at Prism Wealth Management. Call 330-804-0123 or visit them online at wealthofohio.com. Investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through AE Wealth Management, LLC. AE Wealth Management and Prism Wealth Management, LLC are not affiliated companies. Prism Wealth Management is an independent financial services firm that helps people create retirement strategies using a variety of insurance and investment products. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to protection, safety, or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims paying abilities of the issuing carrier. This radio show is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual situation. Prism Wealth Management is not permitted to offer and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained herein provided by third parties have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by Prison Wealth Management, LLC. This radio show is a paid placement. And welcome back to the Wealth of Ohio podcast. This is the bonus segment. I'm your co-host, Tony Shore. I am here with Matt Gilbert and Robert Dodaro, our hosts, Robert and Matt. Now, uh, Robert, we were talking about uh, the market, uh, what you can do to prep your 401k for a bear market. You talked about a lot of different things, timing the market, how much cash, um, 
asset allocation. Um, but uh, I wanted to ask, how long does a bear market typically last? So that's always important to keep in mind. So there's a time period where you go from the peak down to the bottom, or they call it the trough, right? Uh, and then there's a time from when it, how long it takes you to go from the bottom to the top and get back up to where you were. So the full life cycle of the average recession can be 27 months. Okay, that is the average. Some have been longer, some have been shorter. Like 0809 was longer. The recession of 2020 was shorter, right? You know, so there is, you know, there, there is something to be said there. However, on average, you're going down in the market for 13 months. So we've already been going down for seven months right now. So we're at least, you know, halfway to the average, we will say. Um, you have to put it in perspective. Like, do I, you know, with where the market is and everything that's happened, I will tell you, uh, the market is already priced in a lot of things that are happening right now. It's only when things continue to get worse is the market going to get worse from here. So at some point you have to say, okay, have we reached peak of the worstness, right? I don't know that we're there right now. I, I mean, I think that it's, things can still get worse. But do I believe that we're more than halfway to the bottom? Absolutely. I think that we could see probably about another 10% dip in the S&P, maybe another 15% on the high end. Uh, but that's not, I, I mean, we definitely can avoid that right now as well, too. So we'll be interested to see how things play out and as things go. Uh, but I think the Fed has said, we're, we're going to hit uh, inflation pretty aggressively. And if inflation starts coming down, uh, I think we'll start seeing some recovery in there as well, too. It's interesting with a lot of the stuff coming out of Deutsche Bank. And they're talking about midway through 2023 for the recession. Mm. And that's more than the six months yet to go. Yeah. Wow. Mm. That's interesting. I, yeah. I laugh when I read those articles because, I mean, it always depends. How do you want to define recession? Right. Sure. Because they might be using a different different way that you and I would be thinking about it. But as far as I'm concerned, we're already in a recession. We'll have yeah. to wait a few weeks for the GDP report to come out. But I'm pretty sure when it comes out, it's going to say second quarter negative GDP, in which case we would have two negative quarters of GDP. The market will have dropped 20 percent already uh, with it. And I think if there is a sh if there is a quote unquote shock to the market, it'll be that we're in a recession now instead of in the recession next year. But uh, I, I mean, I don't know who these guys are trying to fool. Like, I don't think the average person out there believes for one second that we're not in a recession right now uh, with that, especially with the way the economy has slowed down. Hiring is still fine. That's, you know, I mean, granted, job jobs are still fine. I, I, I get all that. Uh, but the economy is not growing because inflation and supply chain issues have just hampered any opportunity for growth. And now that in, now that interest rates have gone back up, it's going to slow things down even more. So um, I would say we're in one now and, you know, we're, we're having halfway there. Uh, I granted there are some higher level economists that, you know, do this, you know, way more than I do. So uh, feel free to believe whom you, you choose. But I would say we're already in a recession right now. And we're trying to ride to the point where we can, you know, start waiting for a recovery. Well, yeah, that's true. I think we're probably there as well. And uh, you, like you said, the, the, D, the GDP numbers uh, will come out for end of the quarter. And then mm -hmm. You know, what do they say? Two quarters with, uh, you know, negative GDP is uh, to a certain extent you're in a recession. And uh, I think we're there uh, like you do. So how do we protect our money during these times mm -hmm. when the market's dropping and inflation is rising? 
Yeah. So, uh, I mean, there's some options that are more protected than others. So, you know, I, but the, you know, what I would say is I've got probably four good ideas, uh, for people right now. If you're, if you're thinking about how can I keep my money protected while the market's going down, or maybe you're done and you don't want to lose anymore, where can I shift my money into where it's protected? And maybe I can earn a little bit better money than what the bank's paying right now. So, uh, we've talked about the first one before on other shows, uh, I bonds are out there right now. You buy these directly from the U.S. Treasury uh, with that. Um, you want to look at it. You want to do your homework on them. But basically, you can put up to $10,000 uh, of your bank money. So not IRA, not Roth IRA money. You can put up to $10,000 of like your savings in here uh, for each you and your spouse. Uh, the interest rate right now on an annual basis is 9.62%. Now, there are penalties if you leave early. So you want to be aware of those. Uh, with it as well. If you leave within the first five years, there are penalties. Uh, but overall, the you know, if you look at it, even with the penalties getting out of it, uh, you're still probably likely to make more money there than you would be leaving it in your bank account. So take a look at I-bonds. You know, you can go online and look them up and you, you the government has the website. You're buying it from treasurydirect.gov. Uh, but take a look at those, you know, with them as well. And that might help your savings get by uh, while we're dealing with inflation right now. But unfortunately, you can't do something like that with all your money. Uh, You can only put so much in. So you got to figure out what you want to do with some of your other monies out there. Uh, And this is where the second option comes in. There are things out there. They're called structured notes uh, with it. Now, a structured note is uh, relatively newer in the investment world. Not as many people know about them, but uh, the idea is pretty simple. You know, you're every month, these companies will make an offering where you have multiple products you can pick and choose from, and they're only available for that month period. But when you buy them, say you're looking at the S&P 500 for the next 12 months, Over those next 12 months, they may say at the end of 12 months, if the S&P goes up, you're going to be capped or limited to the first 10%. You will only make up to the first 10% if the market goes up, if the S&P goes up. In exchange for that cap, what they're going to do is put a buffer on the downside. So on the downside, let's say the S&P drops 10%. They'll say, well, if the S&P drops, you don't lose the first 10%. You only lose what's above 10% in there. So it's kind of a middle ground. Now, this isn't something I would say is protected. I would just say it's more protected than just going straight into the market, though, with that. You can lose money in them. There are fees with them. But if you're not wanting to be in, you're not wanting to tie yourself up into something long term and you want a little bit more protection than leaving all your money in the market, they may be an option for you to look at. Uh, that way you can kind of reposition yourself later when the money becomes available again. But again, there are rules. There's things you want to be aware of, but they're a decent option to choose check out out there as well, too. Uh, Third option we've got, indexed annuities. You know, we've, mm-hmm. we've talked about them and, you know, Matt, I think, you know, I, I, Matt's, Matt's been a convert over the past few years. So Matt comes from the investment world. He has an investment background, worked with other companies there. None of those companies ever really dealt with indexed annuities. As where my background, I primarily come from, my, my grandfather's dealt with indexed annuities. My father dealt with indexed annuities. So they're just, there's something that I've, I, I know a bit about. And, you know, I always said, don't, don't put money into bonds, put money into indexed annuities. You can have your stock. Stocks are there for growth. They're there to help you make money. But when it's talking about keeping your money protected, uh, my family, we always said indexed annuities was the way to go. And Matt, you never really had much exposure to them. So what, what are what are your thoughts of the product and what people need to be aware of about them? 
Well, you know, all investments have a risk. And when we talk about bonds, what risk is the biggest one for bonds? Well, interest rates going up. Yep, rates. So we're in that environment right now. So that kind of hurts the strength or the protection from bonds where the index annuities have a nice, you know, you put in $100,000, your principal is protected. So unless there's some sort of riders on there or anything like that, it shouldn't drop below the 100000 other than you taking out money. Mm-hmm. And they do have contracts, so they're either terms, 5, 7, 10, or more. Actually, there's some two- and three-year ones now, too. They've got even some shorter ones, so, yeah. So you got those terms, so you got to also remember that liquidity could be an issue with this, but as long as you're structuring everything right and you put your protection in there, no, you don't need it for access, you do have typically a 10% withdrawal rate that you can get out from the accumulation value. Yep. So money's protected when the market goes down. You get to participate in the gains when the market goes up. Uh, There are accounts that will charge you fees, but generally we look for the ones that don't charge fees to people as well too. So you don't have to pay fees. You don't have to worry about the market going down and you can make money when the market goes up and rates are at some of the all time highs right now because of inflation. So years ago, seven, eight years ago, 10 years ago, when I was talking to people about annuities, I would tell them, I was like, hey, right now, are the rates you're getting the best that have ever existed? No, interest rates are at zero. You're, you know, there's no inflation out there. These are not the best rates you're ever gonna see. Get the best that you can get today. And later on down the road, when inflation does happen, this is when you start looking at buying the better rates because there's better products out there that you can shift into and start moving your money into and lock in those better rates for over your lifetime as well. Like, I mean, imagine going back to the 70s when you're getting those ridiculous interest rates back there and locking in something more long term. Now, I don't think we're at the point where we're not. We're definitely not back to the point of the 70s. But, you know, if inflation does keep getting worse and the Fed can't get a handle on it, you may find those opportunities out there. So you want to be looking and seeing what choices you have out there. And they're definitely, I mean, as far as keeping your money protected and earning a reasonable rate of return, they are there. And with rates right now, honestly, you could average between six and 9% with the current products out there. That's not every product. I want to be very clear. You want to do your homework. You want to know which product you're looking at, but this is why you work with advisors. We know how to shop the products. We know how to find the ones that are out there. But right now, if you're telling me I can keep it protected, not pay any fees and average between six and 9%, uh, yeah, that, that sounds pretty good. But like Matt said, usually only have access to about 10% per year that you can take out of there, which is enough for generating income in there, but it may not be enough to cover big purchases down the road. So you got to watch out for those kind of decisions too. So, but Another option that's out there, and we've talked about this on other shows in the past too, is that some of the annuity products offer bonuses, right? So like, let's just say you're done, you want to get off the ride and everything like that. You could shift your money into a product that gave you a 10% bonus right now or something like that and use that bonus to offset some of your losses. I caution people on that strategy because again, it sounds really good. You know, I can make 10% of my money back up real quickly. That that would help. It, It certainly would. But normally what they will do is when they give you the bonus, they'll adjust the rates over the years to where you won't be making as much interest each year over the years. So there's always a trade-off. There's always a good and bad in there. But if you're older and you can't stomach the losses, uh, you know, getting those bonuses may be something to help get you back on track and make sure that you get the income that you need in retirement, because that's really the purpose of indexed annuities out there as well, too. So, you know, keep that in mind, but they are great. You know, they're great for generating income, keeping your money protected, and getting a reasonable rate of return given the market that we're in right now as well too. So, but you want to look at that 
Last option, because I know we're, we're going a little bit long here on the lots of bonus on the bonus segment, life insurance. There actually are a lot of great life insurance options out there right now where you can even keep your money liquid. So we talked with indexed annuities, how you have to put so many years in there. There are life insurance options where you can keep your money liquid and available to you at any point in time. At the same point in time, you can earn a reasonable rate of return. I would say these are more in the four to 7%, maybe five to 8% if you were lucky uh, in there, but you can keep your bank money again in something and the extra capital you have in there. And when the market goes down, you're not losing any money from the market going down. We do caution. There are costs to an insurance policy, so there are more fees. As we're indexed annuities, you can do without fees. Insurance policies have fees, so we want to go through that and look at them. But that's really the only risk you're looking at is the fees. You don't have to worry about the market dropping on them as well, too. And you can keep the money liquid and get out of it easier as well, too, in the future while having the extra benefits of life insurance and protection for things like if you end up in a nursing home or something like that. So lots of things, lots of different options out there, whether you're talking about I-bonds, structured notes, indexed annuities, or even life insurance, there are opportunities, there are options out there for what you can do to protect your money, to make sure you're on strong footing moving forward. Going back to the life insurance, what do you mean by liquidity and having it liquid? So liquidity just means you can, like with the annuity, how we said you could only get 10% per year. Okay, that's a non-liquid option. It means that it's going to take you longer to get your money out. Liquid just means that you can get out of it easy. Like the market is liquid. You could sell your investments and have the money within a couple days uh, from the market as where something that's not liquid, generally it means it's going to take you more than a year to get all the money out of it is how I look at it. So anything that's not able to get out of quickly is something that is not liquid. So do these insurance products, the life insurance ones have liquidity or are they more just the surrender penalties waived for the closing of it? Well, in this case, both. I, I mean, it is, they, they have the liquidity uh, and you do waiver of surrender. So that way they, they don't penalize you or anything else like that. But it's not every life insurance. There's only certain policies that do this. There's only a handful of them that do this. So again, you have to work with someone who knows what they're looking for and understands the options out there. This is why we shop the whole marketplace instead of just a couple products. We look at all the options out there to see which options make the most sense for the people we are meeting with uh, and then look to use those options for for you. So again, this is all part of the clear retirement solution. This is all part of the complimentary process of working with us when we go together and build your clear retirement solution. Uh, we, we take you through a process that, you know, we step-by-step step look at the five key areas of retirement planning, income, investments, tax efficiency, healthcare, and legacy. Uh, let you know how you're standing right now, how you stack up. Are, are you prepared? Do you need work? Is there red flags uh, in there? And then, okay, what are your plans and what are your options for moving forward? What options do you have that maybe could help you improve your situation? So this is all part of the process. And then if we decide to work together, then we step forward and start executing the plans that we build. But to start building the plans, all you need to do is call 330-804-0123. Again, that's 330-804-0123. You can visit us on the web at myprismwealth.com. But Again, we're on. I think we went over. We had plenty of bonus material. Thank you to all of our podcast listeners out there. Uh, you've been tuning into the Wealth of Ohio show and podcast. We hope you have an amazing Independence Day weekend and uh, happy Fourth of July. God bless America, and we will see you next week on the Wealth of Ohio show and podcast. <laughs>